0: As a life coach, author, speaker, and trainer, Mary Ann's purpose and passion is fueled by her desire to see all women from coast to coast live life on their terms. Her guests will provide you with real life tips and strategies to inspire and empower you to create change. Welcome to Fearless Fridays with Mary Ann.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. I am your host, Marianne Rivera-Dannert, known as a fearless living coach and career research strategist. Today, I have an amazing woman as my special guest, and you are going to be blown away. I cannot do her any justice to the introduction, so I'm going to let her take it away by telling you her name and a little bit about herself and what she's currently doing. So go ahead and take it away
0: hi hi oh my gosh thank you so much marianne for having me on your platform i'm Geralda larkins visionary strategist and i am the apostolic leader of empire kingdom ministries where we teach kingdom essentials for success in life in ministry and in the marketplace my nine to five i'm a senior manager with the department of treasury irs and I love all things human resources and wellness and work-life balance. And those are the type of programs that I manage. Um, I also am honored to lead our business incubator program, The Strategic Society, these dynamic, amazing uh, apostolic entrepreneurial women of faith that are doing it big (laughs) for God and, and on their platform. And so that's how I connected with the Fearless Living Coach herself. And I'm just really grateful uh, to be here today.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you once again for being here. So when you hear the words transformative freedom, what does that mean to you?
0: Transformative freedom. Okay. Well, as a woman of faith, I really, uh, I really like to differentiate or I need to differentiate between what the standard worldview of transformation is and what the Bible says transformation is. And um, I am just really grounded in my faith and my perspective from God's perspective. And that's how I build my life. And that's really what I'm you know, what guides my decision making. You know, so when I think about transformation, it's not just about achieving a level of success or achieving some sort of title or overcoming some challenge in life transformation from a biblical perspective is a total mind change it is a shift in your mindset um it says to in the bible it says be transformed by the renewing of your mind why so that you can make decisions like god <laughs> and so transformation and and uh, transformational freedom is truly um, conforming to what my creator designed me to be in thought, in my mindset, uh, conforming to God's image truly sets me free from the standards of this world, from what people may think about me, from what I may you know, think about myself. When I constantly lean into my identity it, um, as a child of God, that frees me up to truly uh, live the life that I deserve to really um, see things from God's perspective and be able to engage this world as his child through my interactions with others, being able to forgive, being able to operate in wisdom, being able to be very clear on what my purpose is. It all starts with my understanding who my creator is, knowing God, and he shows me and teaches me who i am and that is a process of transformation i had to renew my mind i had to overcome thoughts and negative thoughts about myself that were embedded from a child you know i had to really make peace with some things about me um i had to fall in love with my unique gifts and talents and abilities that god gave me and just through that process Marianne. It's been, and I'm not there. I'm not, none of us have achieved this uh, level of transformation um, because we're being conformed into the image of, uh, of the savior of our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ. And so that is a lifelong journey for me, but I'm just grateful. I'm not who I used to be girl. That is
1: so true. So speaking <laughs> about that, yeah. <laughs> tell us um, about one of the biggest challenges that you
0: have faced and what did that process for healing look like? I plan everything. I mean, if you want to read my story, just go to my read my book. It's called Train, Transform, Transition. If you ever want to know what uh, figure out a control freak like me for getting into contact with a God that says, no, 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 <laughs> you've made a royal mess of things. Now it's my turn. Give me a shot. And that conversation uh, with God, started the process of healing for me, um because I planned my whole life from a time I can remember. and it just got hard. It got really hard trying to, I'm a visionary strategist. I can make everything happen and plan everybody else's life. My life, I just could not get right. I just couldn't get right. So the decisions I was making was causing so much uh, was was resulting in a lot of confusion, a lot of depression. Um, I had to, I dealt with rejection, dealt with abandonment issues. Um, Smart as a whip. You know, I was a nerd all through, you know, my whole life, but that only got you so far when you're insecure, when you are a people pleaser, when you are comparing yourself to others. And, um, and not knowing who you are makes you make decisions from a very dark place, a dim place. You're not fully enlightened. And that was me. And it got to a point where, um, you know, I was I'm raising a, a, my son. He was maybe around two or three when I finally Hit rock bottom, and my son has special needs, and I just, as a controlling person as I am, with every plan under the sun and this research skills that I have and reasoning, girl, I could not figure out how to fix my baby, right? Mm-hmm. And so, God's like, uh, uh, when you gonna give this? When you gonna give this a wrap? When you gonna turn to me? And that mm-hmm. breakthrough moment where God finally revealed himself to me, I would, I had to be in a place to receive revelation, right? I was not, not with the wanting to be in control and thought she knew everything. Um, But once I hit rock bottom, God had an opportunity to meet me and begin to have a conversation with me. And that's when I really said, okay, not my will, not my will, your will be done in my life. And that became a 12 year now journey of what you see is a committed father-child relationship in, that is blooming um, and I'm 40 plus years old and I cannot go back to, <laughs> I refuse to go back, right? So God has just been really faithful. I, he had to do a lot of healing. I had to learn about him um, and, and, and transform my idea of who God was, um, who I thought he was. My I had to allow him to teach me who I was, because once I found out who I was, yeah. oh, the game changed. Now the game. Yeah. <laughs> right. The game changes when you know who you are and whose you are. And when you know who you are and you begin to understand what your purpose is, what your gifts are, what what lane of of of. uh Of culture you're called to influence that was the beginning and being confident in that and I'm not saying I don't get scared you know still to this day right Mm -hmm. when you get when I when I get triggered or when I'm going into another level of my transformation another level of elevation in my career or you know, another season of growth and maturation in my marriage or with my children or any area of my life. Um, And I get triggered and I'm like, OK, am I ready for this? I forget the titles, forget all the accomplishments, forget this wall. None of that matters. The only thing that matters is me and God, my relationship with him, father and daughter. God, are you here with me? Are you is this what is this what you want me to do? Is this, you know, We're good. Right. And it's always a temperature check, a pulse check between me and and the father, because if he's for me, then it's more than the world against me. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. It's like, and so it's, it's a, I'm enjoying my life now. I'm truly experiencing fearless living. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, so let's go back a little bit. So for our listeners who may be
1: listening or watching that don't have a relationship with God or yeah. who have been raised a certain way, right. how are they able to tell, or how are you able to differentiate between your own voice yes. and
0: his voice? How were you able to tell the difference? It's, it's hard to tell the difference between your voice and God's voice because you gotta understand his ways. You gotta understand his language. You gotta understand his uh the way he engages with you specifically. It's a very unique personal one-on-one experience with your creator. Whoever and this is real real talk. Let's just be real. Okay, hey, my faith is Jesus Christ, right? Doesn't change you can believe believe in Faith is all it takes. What do you have faith in? Uh, our Muslim brothers and sisters decide <laughs> that they right. put their faith in Allah. And faith is what drives their decisions and their actions and their convictions. So that's all you need. It, it's it's right. a decision on where you're going to root yourself and build your life. OK, and I think that that's important for anyone who is, regardless of what your faith is in, you need faith in something bigger than you, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you need so to so. anchor your faith in something bigger than yourself. If you are the end all be all of, you know, what success looks like or what hope looks like or what greatness looks like, you're limited You're going to be overthinking yourself, doubting yourself. You're in your own brain, your own mind. You're looking at yourself from this finite place. But when you're anchored in something bigger than you, see, my anchor is in Christ, but I have brothers and sisters that are anchored in another world, another uh, religious system. It it, doesn't, it's, it's, we are called to do great things as just being uh, creations of, God, right? Now, if if God reveals himself to you uh, through Christ Jesus, then I, we have the same language. You know, I can speak and I can pastor uh, those that have that revelation, but it's God's business to reveal that. I mean, I'm, I'm called to show up and be like why to, to to demonstrate and to walk out my faith and, and my faith will speak for me my fruit will speak for me same way with you know with anyone and that wherever your faith lies my encouragement to anyone that wants to get to a higher level make sure that you're anchored in something bigger than you strive to to because something that's stable something that's not shakeable something that's not temporal um because we all need that anchor, we all need to feel rooted and we all need to be able to see and, and aspire to something bigger and greater. That's so true, I love it. So what keeps you
1: motivated and inspired to not give up? When you get into those into that mindsets of doubt, of fear that might try to creep in, what keeps you motivated
0: and inspired to keep going? <laughs> Vision uh, keeps me motivated. When I see, people that I am called to engage with be activated to see themselves as God, see themselves to through the lens of God, um, and then they're on purpose and doing what God called them to do, oh, that's heaven. That is heaven. I mean, I <laughs> now I coach other leaders, I coach other um, business owners and, and leaders and and, and and senior leadership and so to see um, to see something come out of like see someone who was once very sheltered once you know that was very a person that was very confused and unclear or they were stuck or they would not you know open up their mouths but when they engage with me and we're able to bring clarity, and we're able to, you know, put some systems and things and processes in place. Um, or I'm able to cast a vision and God uses my voice to influence or activate it, awaken something in somebody else so that now they now are able to go. I, I don't think I, I'm, I'm ever going to get tired of that, And I, I don't think I, I, I to see the ladies. um go on live to see you, go on live to see you on your, remember you saw your photos, your photos. that photo shoot was fearless. It was fabulous. It was on fire. It's like to see that. I never get tired of seeing something like that. I never get that. Mm -hmm. I
1: love it. I love it. And I'm personally grateful to be a part of this community because where I am today, if it was not because of the society, I will be still be making plans and goals and just keep making plans and goals, but not
0: taking action. And that's a very big difference. So the action, it, the actions. And then it's like, I don't know if you ever go back and see yourself, right? If you ever go back and really see yourself and really see what God just did through you in some, in one of your clients lives. or when you're on these flyers and you get to speak on these platforms and watch, You say something and watch, but just watch the response of other people. It's not about when you get to a place where it's not about you, you're healed to a certain degree where it's like you're grateful, where you're healing. You can see why you had to go through what you went through. Your pain now makes sense. Your pain now you see the purpose in it because you're seeing the lives that you are impacting with your Uh, journey and with your products and your services, I never get tired of that. I never, I never, I never, it never ceases to amaze me how it comes full circle from the revelation, from the vision that God gives someone to the actual manifestation and walking it out. And then the fruit that comes of it, which is deliverance, your deliverance and your stepping out just now calls somebody else. And it's like a chain reaction, chain, oh. I love it. I love it.
1: (laughs) So that brings us to the next question. What advice would you give to a woman who is currently listening and watching that is questioning herself? She's not sure of what to do next. What steps comes next in her
0: being delivered, being transformed? What advice would you give to her? You know, I could tell you what I did, what, what I was that woman. And what it took for me to start getting to a place of revelation. It's going to be different for everyone, but some key things that need to happen. You have to be in a, a place of being teachable and being in a place of of wanting, wanting or willing to learn a different way. And that was hard for me. Right. I had to get rock bottom before I would relinquish control. OK, being hurt, being gone through what my unique journey um, called God knew what I needed to get into a place to really be open, to listen, to receive instruction. And um, do I want that for everybody? I don't want you to be like me and just make a royal screw up of your life before you're willing to listen. Right? <laughs> I don't want that. But God knows what we all need to get to that place. Um, But once you get to that place and you're open okay, um, and you invite key people that you know God has called and gifted and anointed to speak into your life, you have to authorize coaches. You have to authorize pastors. You got to authorize leaders and mentors to speak into your life because purpose is voice activated. Okay. You, your voice, you got to speak those things that be not you, it begins first, you start to think differently, but then you got to watch what you say, because what you say is what you're going to manifest. What you say is what is going to, you know, uh, you're, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. So you gotta level up what you talk about, how you talk. Um, but nevertheless, the same rings true to activation in your spirit. Right. And so you've got to authorize the right people, to give them permission to speak into your life, and when you find when for that woman who's not really clear and who um, is done everything she could do, right? I've taken myself to the to the level I can take myself. Now what? I would say connect with the right. Your next level is connected to your the next relationship your next level is connected to the to the right relationship and that God will send that right relationship, that right community, that right coach, that right leader, that right mentor. And you now still are in control. You are still in charge. You've got to exercise your God-given authority to choose and authorize someone to speak into your life and to give you wisdom. If you, by faith, trust in God first, that this person is speaking is speaking right, you you move out on what that person who's an expert in that space that you're trying to enter into. You do what they tell you to do. You will because you're doing it by faith. Faith without works is dead faith. Okay, God is faithful to show up. Will it show up at the same rate as the Fearless Living Coach? Maybe not. Okay you don't you you don't have her story, you don't have her unique her unique giftings. You you know, it's that's between her and God, the kind of, of of successes and everything. Uh you may you may not have been doing this thing longer than her, okay? Longer than me, but that doesn't mean that you don't you're not called. <laughs> you just have to connect with the right person. With the right people, change up your atmosphere. Okay, get clear about what God has called you to do, and start taking uh, strategic steps to move your business, your ministry, even your 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 mental health. Okay, you need to if you want to change even in that space. Okay, everything is not just a scripture. You read the Bible and you pray. No, those things are disciplines. Those are disciplines. Okay, that you build and you grow and you train on, but. Your next level, it will be connected to a relationship that is needed, that someone is called to unlock that next level for in your life. And and, and I pray that you find that and um, don't give up until you do. Don't give up. Your purpose is much too great to give up um, moving forward. Okay. Moving forward, do everything you can, and then be sensitive and pray um, and ask God to send you the right person that is called to unlock your next level. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, speaking of books and reading, what book have you recently
1: read, or what book have you read that has truly inspired you?
0: This is a book I am I have read. Okay, and I still kind of pull on it every now and again because of the phase that I am in in my career. I'm moving into executive leadership, so this book um, came from a mentor. Um, uh, He won't, he wouldn't want me to say his name, but (laughs) from a mentor at work, and it's called "How Women Rise." Break the twelve habits holding you back from your next raise, promotion, or job. is by Sally Helgeson. She's a woman, uh, women leadership expert. And let me tell you something, okay? This people, you get into management, and it's not about you doing the job anymore. It's about you raising up others to do. What you you, what you are good at. Right. And that requires a whole different set of skills. It also requires a certain level of assertiveness and a certain level of of um, of 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 conviction and being able to uh, communicate, being able to negotiate. Uh, It's not about how well you do the job anymore It's, it's about how well you can bring a coalition together of people together for them to. And so I had to really coming out of being an HR specialist or being an analyst, uh coming into now leadership and management and going higher into certain circles to have certain conversations and those interpersonal skills that are nece- that are necessary and finding my own voice and being able to command what I know I need um and and being okay with having influence. That's that's That was this book really helped. So I encourage everyone how women rise. All right, women, women. That's a good book. And I'll be sure I'll be sure to get the exact name again and
1: um, the author so I can put it in the show notes and and (laughs) grab a copy. I'm definitely going to grab a copy of that, too. So, What's currently bringing you joy? What are you currently loving right
0: now? I'm loving. I'm loving my husband right now. You know, girl, listen, so we've been in quarantine (laughs) life, right, for over a year now with this pandemic. And while I always loved Chris, and I know he loved me too, um, I like him. We actually, we really like each other. 10 years, we're celebrating our 10 year anniversary um, in August, um, August 6th, um, and my birthday on August 8th. So Chris decided to give me his last name for my birthday, y'all. But anyway, I'm really enjoying just being his wife, being in a place of friendship, laughing, spending time, Um, With our families on a Saturday and after very intense, intense work weeks, you know what I mean? The work week can be very intense. Um, We're, you know, dealing with a lot right now with our employees, the the pandemic and their mental health and their wellness and safety. And so all of those things are happening in my nine to five life. Right. And it's very high level conversations. It is so refreshing to just five o'clock hits. And I'm on the patio with my husband, just chilling. We are binge watching Netflix on the weekends. We are enjoying church on the on the uh, live stream on on uh, Facebook, and we just are enjoying each other. And so that it has been. I can't go back to the busy hustle bustle of being an entrepreneur, superhero, uh, superhero HR manager, and all, and having booked in busy calendars. Those days are over for me. I have um, come to a different appreciation um, and I'm thankful that the pandemic gave me an opportunity to really see my relationships at home, really see my self-care, really see, um, you know, my children and value and and make intentional touch points with them, which prepares me for the next work, work, the, the next work week to begin. You know, so that's been really great. Yeah. And that's so true because
1: I've been reading so many different articles, how the pandemic has caused people, not just individuals, but businesses, companies to see how work can now be done. It's like a new norm.
0: It is a new norm. We're entering into different conversations about the future of work. And I'm honored to be a part of those conversations at my organization. People need to just remember the workforce that's coming out of the pandemic has been through a lot. Okay. They've been through um, the, you know, working in isolation at home, burnout. Uh, we got to come back and we got to build back better. We have to think about, you know, uh, a flexible, more hybrid work environment. You're talking about people being able to work from anywhere and and different expectations, you know, from employees now with respect to how they see wellness programs and how they, um, you know, uh, what's important to them. Um, A lot of employees aren't going back to work if you don't offer them some type of work at home uh, policies. Women has been greatly impacted by the pandemic. Because uh, when it first hit, our kids were out of school and we're normally the ones that have to be at home and and be the nurturing uh, uh, ones at home. And so a lot of women, I know I speak as soon as school opened up, my son was on the bus with a mask, (laughs) with a mask. But if I had to do one more staff meeting with this little boy out there doing the most, my mental health, I wasn't okay okay coach coach. i was so so women coming into the workforce are different that you know we they have different needs and i think employers and and and, um leaders um in these industries are are taking notice are taking notice and so um yeah so different new new norms new cultural norms uh cultural mind shifts a paradigm shift now coming out of the pandemic and so get ready for it Um, virtual interactions are here to stay so thank you for allowing me to be on yours
1: yes thank you you're welcome (laughs) so um, with you mentioned self-care what does a good self-care routine look like to you i am all about self-care make sure that women are prioritizing themselves so what does a
0: self-care routine look like to you my self-care routine of course the principles of my faith I got to get up, and, and it's me and God. We have a standing 5 30 appointment every morning. Okay, sometimes it's earlier if he, um, if he's just if if we just you know, I, I need to have a conversation with him or he wants to have one with me, but for the most part, on a regular daily basis, it's prayer. Um, when it comes down to reading my word at this part, at this phase of my life, I've you know, you go to Bible study and you go to church and you, and that's really structured at this point. It's about engaging the word with what I'm going, what I got going on. (laughs) I engage the word of God with, um, the issues that I'm dealing with, you know, in my nine to five, any issues I'm dealing with um, in prayer for one of my clients or for one of my um, the situations that I'm going through at work. So I, I intentionally apply my devotional time to solutions that I'm seeking uh, and, and and then allow the Holy Spirit to just kind of lead that um, from there um, into other things, other topics. So then that's my morning and through um I need to do better when it comes down to taking breaks during the day at work. Um, I am heavily. Let's just say I'm a work in progress in that space. Right. Um, If there's an open opening on my outlook calendar, I pretty much encourage folks to just grab the open spot. And that's not healthy. I need to make sure I take a break. I get up. I walk. I got to do better with that. But on the weekends. (laughs) <laughs> on the weekends. Now, those are my times. Again, at five o'clock, I do try to cut it off um, and just spend a good, uh, invest a good hour with my husband and with my kids after work. Um, but, you know, on the Sundays, my, on my Sabbath, now that, that that's a day where I don't typically do much and I'm really just trying to rest. And we are um, heavy, heavy vacationers when um, pre-pandemic, My husband and I and our our friends would have traveled maybe four times a year, maybe more than that. But um, since the pandemic, you know, we're just actively well, we're strategic into where we go and who we hang out with. But we are waiting for these cruise ships. Honey, listen, (laughs) the cruise ships need to come back. Uh, (laughs) Listen, Me and Deacon Chris, we're like we were active cruisers. We were like, man. And now, you know, so we're we're looking to. reevaluate our self-care strategy once we come out of the pandemic. So for the most part, Netflix has also been a part of that menu. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it.
1: Awesome. Awesome. So we know that you have a book, so tell us a little bit about your book.
0: Okay, my baby, I got that here too. Train, transform, transition, a strategic approach to the life you deserve. This is the, the the strategy, the strategic plan that God used to get me on purpose. OK, it was a training. Uh, there's a training chapter in here uh, that teaches you the strategic priorities that God and I use these terms because these are the terms I use at work. But um they were, this is how he was able to get me to understand what I needed to do in order to start seeing abundance in my own life, right? And transformation in my own life. Um, so thankful to God for that. Uh, so, training training, you train on three specific priorities. And I go into that in the book. You train on God, you train on yourself. And you train on your sphere. So in those three areas where you are intentional on learning and growing and, 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 and uh, feeding your spirit and your soul on these uh, on, on and doing activities that will help to educate your brain on God, yourself and your lane, you will then be changed. You will transform. You will not be the same person you were. You will not. Your, your atmosphere will change. You can't. If you're different, everything around you has to be different. Right. And so your transformation is gonna cause you to have to engage. My son just busting this door. You have to edit that part out because Bubba, anyway, um, your know, everything around you is gonna have to change, change. And so your transformation, once you are transformed, okay, once you're different you're going to have to bust a move. You're going to have to transition. You're going to have to be ready to put in for that job. You're going to have to be ready to walk on that stage. You're going to have to be ready to move to that next level, whatever it is that God has for you. And this, this is the three, the three uh, phased process here, train, transform, transition. And it's a cycle. It never ends. You, the, as you grow, as you move to new levels and new um, situations in your life, um, you're going to have to train. You're going to. Your leaders are are learners. We're never going to end. Um, in our learning about ourselves and learning about God and learning about the industry and the, in the, in the thing that he's called us to do, the more you continue to educate yourself and, and, and know your, 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 these, in these areas, um, the more, di- the different you change, you, you, you become, you start feeling yourself, you start having more under, you know, you start having more confidence, mm-hmm. Before you know, the more you, you, you know, you grow. And so, um, And when you do grow and you change to become this powerhouse that God has called you to be, you got to now bust a move. You're going to for some people that might mean moving to another job, taking that new position um, and not being afraid of the faces and taking that microphone and actually saying what what God has called you to say. And so. um, I encourage if anyone is interested in in, in picking up the book, you can grab it on Amazon or go to my website. But I also have a life group because I'm all about uh, growing uh, in in a community or learning in community. Uh, You learn all these different concepts, but you need someone and you need people around you that are going to walk this type of stuff out and walk and do life with you in this new journey that you're on. And so I take that journey with um, so many kingdom visionaries um, on the life group. And so you can join uh, the life group on my website. It's a virtual life group, but I do engage. Um, I love to see the journal entries and the questions that I get on email um, and and DMs and and, and, and inboxes. So I I definitely engage with my life group um, partners. And so I encourage anyone that's interested to go on Gerard and get the information. Awesome. Awesome. Awesome.
1: So are you on any other social medias? Where can our besides your website, where can our guests connect with you and get the book and learn
0: more about you? Well, everything's on GeraldaLarkins.com, even my social media handles. But I am on YouTube, I am on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, at GeraldaLarkins. You'll be able to find me. And so if y'all really want to find me, call Mary Ann. She got my phone number. Not everybody. <laughs> <possible. laughs> but if you need it, you can call the Fearless <laughs> Living Coach and she'll connect us. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, I
1: definitely will. So as we get ready to wrap up, is there anything else that you would like to mention or talk about that we have not discussed?
0: No, I just encourage everyone to be free. Be really fearless in this next season of your life. Um be be you know, all the things that you you always talk about, Marianne, is just so critical. Life is too short. You turn on the news, there's so many mass shootings, our government is going you know is is always unstable um folks you know we don't have we're not promised tomorrow so decide decide to start living fearless now decide that you won't waste not one more minute on not moving and doing something that will get you closer to that beautiful vision of your life that god has put in your heart and, I, you know, just know that there's people lined up to support you. There's people that were predestined to buy your books, to attend your events, to purchase your products. You ain't called everybody, but you have but you got people that are called specifically for you. And but you have to show up. They're waiting for you. So do the work and um, get connected and be free. Be fearless.
1: <laughs> so you mentioned it a little bit. Um, but just to be crystal clear, um, a question that I like to answer that I like to ask all my guests before we wrap up and um, finish is what does fearless living mean
0: to you? Fearless living means every day determined to live out my purpose without any questions or doubts or you know pr- trying to prove myself to anybody okay and when i'm truly fearless that means i'm i know that i'm loved i know that i'm accepted i know that i'm worthy that that perfect love of god in my life casts out every fear and that allows me to show up in my authentic self ready to do what god has called me to do every day
1: Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for being my special guest today. I'm honored. It has been great. Um, So thank you very much. Thank you. Have a good night. You too. (laughs) Thank you everyone for tuning in to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. I truly hope that you enjoy the conversation with Geralda and be sure to check out the show notes for her website and the book and the author of the book that she spoke about. And as always, remember that you are a priority. You matter. You are fearless and you are fabulous. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. Don't forget to leave a comment. Be sure to share and subscribe so together we can continue to change lives. I'll see you on Facebook at the Fearless Living Coach page. Until next time.